0: I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week, we'll outline a new short film
1: and maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written by. By podcast, the number one podcast in the world. Right behind the <laughs> other one. Oh, right behind all the other ones. I'm Chase. I'm Robert. Welcome to Gregorian Rants. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was thinking about that the other day. So, for some of you people that are new in town, mm-hmm. uh, when we first launched Written By, the podcast, uh, The way that we launched it, like our marketing was like, we we put out commercials for a bunch of fake podcasts, like uh, Avocados Anonymous, Seatbelt Geeks, uh, and then... Uh, dungeons one, and no dragons Dungeon, <laughs> and gregorian G- gregorian
0: rants a podcast about gregorian chance yeah
1: it was called uh rants about gregorian chance or something like that and my favorite which is in the bowl and we haven't gotten yes the chucky e. cheese strangler yes i've been wanting did. to do that <laughs> because i can just like picture the merch yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like i see merch for Chuck E. cheese strangler <laughs>
0: yeah it was like a fake cereal type True crime. True crime. Yeah. Yeah. About uh, the Chuck E. Cheese. The Chuck E. Cheese Strangler.
1: I cannot wait till we. That's the thing about the bowl, right? It would have been one thing if we just like picked something to write every week. But the fact that there's things in the bowl that I'm still excited that we're going to draw one day is, I think, the beauty of it. Oh, man. This week is rival pitch week. Yeah. Which a little more shop talk. Uh, I really expected there to be like a fan favorite show like for us to have higher numbers on one type of show than the other but yeah. it's consistent across the board.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. I think yeah. I think it works really well. I feel like people got
1: a little burnt out on the ball concept every week. Yeah, which to be fair, I did too. Yeah. By the end there, we were I was getting in that that studio and I was like, "Man, please I hope <laughs> it's a good suggestion. Please." <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, this this whole season has been really great about preventing burnout for yeah. me because yeah. we recorded so far ahead that like by the time three months was up i usually would be burnt out but then we had the high of releasing
1: and then it felt good yeah and then like i would even say i'm burnt out now i think the problem with last season was i was also in college yeah probably had something to do with yeah. it yeah now i just like my favorite thing is written by you mm-hmm. know so it's exciting I don't know how are you feeling burnt out wise cuz I know you have a lot on your plate with work and uh trouble date the short film and everything. Yeah. I'm feeling very
0: burnt out but not with this podcast. This is that's the right, one is thing it. that's like it's a great thing
1: to yeah. do every week. It's fun yeah. too. It's like there is work like the editing which I yeah. I got behind on the edits. That's on me. But I think we're we're pretty much catching back up. Pretty, much. I did are, like I yeah. sent like four of them to you yeah. the other day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I felt bad for getting behind, so I sat there and grinded all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I listened to a little bit of the hot rod episode, and I realized that was the episode where I was like, I need to be cutting back a little bit on these rifle pitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Went yeah. Wait for almost an hour
1: of that. <laughs> but, I mean, it's Hot Rod, you know? It, we're passionate. True, yeah. um, we almost released that episode on the anniversary of Hot Rod.
0: What? When was the anniversary Last Hot week.
1: Rod? We were two oh, weeks man. off. Oh, man. We need to be better about planning those things, but also yeah. it's like, who knew that we were going to be two weeks off? Like, that's yeah. just crazy. Man. That, I thought that was in- insane. This week on Rival Pitches, we are going to be so for, this is. This week on Rival Pitches, we are going to be so for this is a few weeks behind, or even maybe a few months after, but the movie Prey just came out.
0: Yes, the latest installment in the Predator franchise. People are saying it's the best one since the original. Yeah, people... I think the best take I saw was people are saying it's the Top
1: Gun Maverick of a Predator. predator. <laughs> hey, what a year for re- remakes? Re- reboot, A uh, little bit of leg- little Legacy bit of, sequels. Yeah, that's more like it, yeah. What a year. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick? Pre- I think they finally figured it out. Do you think that that's... Well, some people have. There's still <laughs> there's still other sequels going around. That <laughs> it's like let's give our franchise to this like auteur filmmaker. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen
0: the latest installment in the Wonder Cinematic Universe? Do you know about this Wait, movie? W- the Wonder? Do you know the movie Wonder?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Okay, it's a very family friendly type movie that's based on a book. It's about this kid who wears a space helmet to school oh, every day.
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen the poster. I haven't seen the movie, but I remember watching the trailer when it came out and being like, I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> My brother went and saw that movie in theaters, Yeah, and he cried.
0: I saw it in theaters because MoviePass was a thing when that came <laughs> out. <laughs> but no, to show you like how crazy the sequel thing has gone, there's a movie coming out that... Is supposed to be in the same cinematic universe, but it's also a World War
1: II movie. Wait, what? <laughs> and it's the, Wonder?
0: The, the mental leaps that this trailer takes to try to connect this World War II Holocaust movie to the Wonder universe.
1: Is it Whitebird? Yes. That's insane. So I watched, uh, There's, I think his name's like Drew Gooden or something on YouTube. Uh-huh. He has a few YouTube videos about sequels that aren't really sequels. Yeah. And it's like American Psycho 2 with yeah. Mia Kunis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they made, the, there's a fascination with like these Hollywood executives where they're like, they'll take a movie. They're like, this might not do super well. What if we made it a sequel to this other movie that's kind of similar?
0: Yeah, yeah. But no, White Bird, it's based on... A pretty popular Holocaust novel, <laughs> but they connect it to the Wonder Universe by saying that this kid has grown up and his grandma is telling him a story to make him feel better. The story the grandma is telling is about her during the Holocaust or something like I that. I think I saw a tweet.
1: That was like, you know, that genre of tweet where it's like, you will not expect where this movie or yep. where this video goes. Yep. and I think it was like the trailer for that. It was probably that. Yeah. And at the end, it's like wonder. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's crazy. Man. All right. So back to our legacy sequel. Yes. So
0: Prey has come out and I watched people it. People are calling it one of the
1: best movies of the year. Of the year. I put it on my top ten list. Yep, it's on mine. We've been working on it. Yeah, I looked at your top ten list and realized I hadn't seen any of them.
0: Oh, man. And
1: I was like, mm, maybe I should watch these before I make my decision. Yeah. Because I couldn't put The Lost City on my top ten movies. <laughs> Why not, Sandra Bullock? <laughs> I loved the movie, but I just knew people were going to judge me. <laughs>
0: But yeah, Prey has come out. It's getting rave reviews. It it seems to be the perfect legacy sequel and... Prequel. Prequel, yeah. And I've seen a very popular genre of tweet on Twitter, which is just, this movie is so great. This should be the standard for every horror anthology. Like, just... (laughs) The Predator plus random historic era, like put the Predator in the Roman times, Predator yeah. versus pirates, yeah. Predator versus Mongolians,
1: Predator versus samurai. Heck yeah, dude! I, when in the tweet you sent me when we came when you you pitched the idea, I I saw the pirate one and I was like mm-hmm. that one would be my favorite one. Yeah, but I don't know if I have it in me to write that one. Yep. That one just felt like a large undertaking. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But yeah, what we're doing this week is we are pitching a Predator movie, and it's Predator in a Random Historic Era. Yes. That's not Native America, because that was
1: just done. That was just done. It's so good, man. That movie was really, really good.
0: Dude, I... Yeah. It just... I I haven't seen a sci-fi movie with that great, like, natural photography in a it, while it looked good and the story was simple yeah and i appreciate that. it was yeah it was simple but yet it also it had some of the best action choreography oh, i think yeah, i've dude. seen in
1: a Super while good because my thought process is like if you tell me if i didn't know what prey was before i watched it uh-huh. it's like well it's you know predator but with native americans yeah. i'd be like that sounds cool but it sounds boring yeah but then you watch it and it's awesome yeah. It's super exciting. And so let's hope that our pitches today are just as exciting as Prey was. Exactly.
0: Well, it was announced today that Prey, it's the highest streamed debut of on anything
1: Hulu. on Hulu ever. And when I read that, the first, so you read the first part of the sentence, the highest yep. uh, premiered show and movie. And you're like, mm. what? And then you see on Hulu and you go, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> They got some stuff on
0: Hulu. (laughs) Well, you got to keep in mind, all all the effects shows are on Hulu. Only Murders, that was a big hit. That's on Hulu. That is a good
1: point. You know, I had this thought the other day because HBO Max is really dropping the ball. I was like, what if Peacock wins the streaming wars? (laughs) Peacock comes out. (laughs) Because, dude, I've been watching a lot of Peacock lately. The new show, uh, The Resort. Oh man! Only on Peacock Plus. I subscribe to Peacock Plus, guys. Four ninety nine a month. So cheap.
0: Man, the only thing I've watched on Peacock is the free seasons of Parks and Rec and some John Carpenter movies. So, dude. I... Oh, and that
1: Minions movie. <laughs> we did Wait, that. the
0: Minions movie was on there. Yeah, it's on, Dang I should have watched it.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Banana Holocaust was gonna kill. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: Chase is going first this week. So, what you got? All right,
1: <clears throat> we open on a feast. There's about uh, 20 men surrounding a large table, uh, and they're eating and they're drinking. And you know, they're these are some rambunctious dudes, yeah. some big guys. And at, and at the high table above them, there's a man that starts to speak. He's, he's almost giving like a like a president address speech like he's mm-hmm. he's speaking to them he's motivating them eat drink for 10 of you this will be your final meal the other 10 eat drink to celebrate your new life tomorrow we expect the largest attendance in gladiator games history <gasps> oh my god you will become legends they will write songs about your battles wow and most of the men start cheering and they're like yeah before i keep going did you also do gladiators no I didn't. okay <laughs> i was so afraid we were going to pick the same time period
0: see i knew you would i ended up with something i was sure you wouldn't do oh, okay next. cool yeah. <laughs>
1: So they're all cheering, yeah, we're going to be legends. Yeah. <laughs> Except for one of them. We see Cassius. He isn't eating, he isn't drinking, and he's just kind of got his head down and his eyes closed. And one of the other guys at the table, he notices, and he's like, do you not wish to spend your last night well fed? And he's like, our capturer, our owner tells us to eat, to drink, but my master... Has told me to fast. To pray. And the other guy's like.
0: Religious.
1: (laughs) Your master may not be happy with you. Trying to fight to take a man's life tomorrow. He goes I will not fight. He's like well then you'll die. Yes. But I'll no longer be a slave. Well I envy the man who stands across from you tomorrow. Free glory. So Cassius is a uh, he's a so I did some research on like Roman gladiators. They were all slaves. Yep. The gladiators were slaves, and they were forced to fight in these games. But they could actually, by winning at the gladiator games, they can be given their freedom, and they could become like celebrities. Like they were like the Brad Pitt of their time. It's
0: the original Squid Game.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like and. Uh, my story is heavily inspired by, like, boxing and UFC. Okay. Because it's uh, it's kind of a very similar... Oh, this
0: is about to be very good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so Cassius closes his eyes again, and he's trying to drown out all these sounds of these guys eating and drinking and cheering and loud yelling, and then those loud yells transition into the sounds of the loud yelling in the Gladiator Coliseum, Text on the screen: 95 BC, Rome. We see one of the largest gra- gladiator games of all time. The ca- the Colosseum is packed, like Super Bowl, but even bigger, just huge. And just briefly, up in the sky, the can't you know the camera is looking up at all of these seats as this arena gets higher and higher. And just as it reaches the top, you see a spaceship kind of warp in and out of visibility. But the raving audience is too busy to notice. They're they're screaming. They're chanting. It's time to kick off the games. And so a little backstory on the Gladiator games. There's different types of fights. There's different rounds in the Gladiator yeah. games. You have your uh, Thraces, which is you just have a round shield and a sword. Then you have the Aquates, which is horseback. Dem- Demacaris, which is two swords. Esedari, which is the chariots one, the one with the horse chariots and then there's Retinani Retinanius which is you have a net and a trident yeah. which i heard that and i was like that's wild yeah. but um so we're kind of seeing some of these different rounds and we're intercutting with some of these fights with the locker room so basically it was like this like it was their cells because they were prisoners but they were all like mingling and and uh training getting ready for their battle and um they're announcing the different fights. Like the, the soldier will walk in and be like, you, you. And then they'll announce what type of fight they're having. The gladiators are training, uh, but not Cassius. He's sitting quietly on the ground. His eyes are closed. And uh, we notice that one of the gladiators is like huge. Like we're talking Andre the Giant, yeah. 7'4", 520 pounds. And uh, he's just a monster. He's not training either. He's like drinking. <laughs> he's chilling. And um, the uh, other gladiator that we had met earlier in the opening scene where they're at the dinner that's talking about, you know, asking Cassius about why, why he isn't eating and drinking, he, he's there and he, he leans down to Cassius and he goes, there's only a few of us left. Um, maybe I'll get lucky and get you. But knowing my luck, I'll probably get Decius. And he points to the giant Andre the Giant-looking dude. And um, he says, he's like, he fights four times a year. Every year. He's been offered his freedom several times, but refuses. He wants to fight. He likes to fight. And the people love watching him fight. And then one of the soldiers walk into the room, and they're like, Titus, Julius. Retinanius. and so titus who's the guy that we had met he's talking to cassius he gets up and he's like i hate the trident and the net always gets tangled <laughs> <laughs> and he puts his hand on cassius and he goes may your god help me kill and he he kind of chuckles and he leaves and they they head into the arena and then you can kind of hear the the announcing of the names and the people go crazy and you can kind of hear the battle going on and and we see his fight and we're cutting back and forth from his fight to Cassius sitting on the ground. And he ends up winning the fight, Titus, went, ends up winning his fight. It's time for the main event. A few more people have gone and there's only two people left. Cassius and Decius. Cassius is having to go up against the Andre the Giant, giant gladiator. And we see them enter one at a time. And when Decius enters, the crowd goes crazy crazy they love this guy he's the biggest superstar in the world in the roman empire and um just before they start the battle cassius begins to yell to the audience if like you've ever seen the a knight's tale with heath ledger how the one dude's like yelling to the stands this is very much like that
0: all singing we will rocky yeah yeah exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, and so cassius is kind of goes on this monologue he's like i will not fight and the whole stadium starts booing him, and they're throwing stuff at him because he's ruining their main event. You know, yeah. It's time for the big fight, and he's saying he's just going to give up. And he starts talking, he's like, my conscience won't let me go and kill my brother or some giant or some other poor slave in the mud for, for big, powerful Rome. And kill them for what? They're not the ones who enslaved me. They're not the ones who beat me. They're not the ones who stole me from my father and mother. Killed them for what? How can I kill a fellow slave? I'd rather die. And that monologue is uh, pretty much word for word what uh, Muhammad Ali said when he got drafted and refused to go to wow. the draft. Except his was a little bit more racial, and I can't yeah. say those words. <laughs> uh. And so Decius picks up his sword after the speech is over. I'd rather die. And he goes, so you shall. And the stadium goes crazy. It was like Sylvester Stallone saying a one-liner before killing somebody. Everybody goes crazy. And Decius charges forward with his sword. And he's ready to kill Cassius, who's just standing still, his eyes closed. And then chaos people are being torn to shreds left and right. No one can tell what's going on. The attackers are invisible. The audience members are being murdered in droves, shot by lasers, cut open with like Wolverine claw looking things, and we just see a bunch of predators phasing in Ooh. and out of invisible and not invisible. Cassius kind of sees what's going on and he goes to run, but he gets hard. He gets hit hard. <laughs> 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 he blacks out. <laughs> <laughs> he gets hit hard and he blacks out. And he wakes up and he's back in the Colosseum holding cells. And he's like, What? What's in the world? He's back where all the gladiators were preparing for battle and some things look kind of strange. Like it's like it looks the same, but it, there's mm-hmm. something off. He looks around him and the only other people around him are the nine winners from the previous fights. Huh. And then. And that includes his friend Titus, you know, quote-unquote friend Titus, uh, himself, and then Decius. So there's 11 of them. And they're all waking up kind of at the same time. They'd obviously been knocked out and dragged here. The rest of the movie takes place on this giant Predator spaceship where they built a recreation of the Roman Colosseum. What? What? Because Predators want to hunt the greatest warriors in the universe. Yep. And at that time, these Roman gladiators had just won their fights in the largest gladiator games.
0: Yeah.
1: And so the rules are, they they don't know the rules, so they're having to figure it out. But essentially, it's 11 rounds, gladiator versus predator. And the predators are doing this because they want to see, you know, they want to hunt the most powerful warriors on earth at the time. Mm. And so basically we're watching as Cassius and Titus and Decius are trying to fight to survive. And the whole journey for Cassius is about, like, he refused to fight for something that he didn't believe in. But now he needs to step up and fight these monsters to help his fellow slaves get home. And so that is something that he believes in. And so he is willing to fight for it. And so he, he's trying to figure out, morally how that works for him right it's like kind of the question of like a lot of like soldiers are big christians yeah. and so it's like thou shalt not murder but yet you know it's war so yeah. it's like trying to work through morally how that how that works and um and and also there's this there's this kind of poetry behind the fact that these men are always put up against each other in Rome to kill each other, but now they have to work together to get home where they will probably be forced to kill each other again. Yeah. And because I was reading when I was doing my research for the gladiators, like they were often like best friends. They were all like brothers. It was like the big brother house. You put them all in the same house and they all kind of become close and then but they're also trying to kill each other, which I think is what Big Brother's about. uh but the group does work together and um we we but, but between kind of Cassius's smarts and Titus's leadership and Decius's strength they start to outsmart and they they start you know taking down these predators in the ship they escape the colosseum huh. almost set the recreation yeah. and they're killing these predators and the end game is that they have to make the decision to blow up the ship and just destroy the ship and they're going to be killing hundreds of predators who have come here to watch predator versus gladiator yeah and the and the big ending is the fact that they realize that there's no way to get home and that's kind of like this you know because they're they don't know what a plane is let alone a spaceship they realize like there's no way home there's hundreds of these predators up here. All we can do is keep killing them, but there's no way we can kill a hundred of these things yeah. or hundreds of these things. There's no way home. And if they do get home, do they even want to be home? Mm-hmm. And so they decide to destroy... They, they find out a way to kind of blow up the whole ship. And Cassius has another like kind of big monologue at the end about how they have no reason to fear death because... Uh, his one and true God will welcome welcome him to the afterlife because they died not fighting for un uh, unmoral reasons, but they fought for each other, for love and mankind. And so they blow up the ship and and that's the ending. and the and the ending is is it's kind of a happy ending because these are men whose lives back home, were just as bad, if not worse, yeah. than going out the way that they did. And they, they die together, and they die for a good cause. And instead of a killing each other, they ended up, well, I mean, they still kind of kill each other, but in yeah, a different but, way. Yeah, in
0: a different way.
1: And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're not killing each other in slavery and in greed. Yeah. Uh, and that is my Predator movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I really like that. Thank you. That's really good. It's really good. I was really struggling, but then I started writing and I was coming up with more ideas, and I I really am happy with that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, just some thoughts. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the Predator sequels. I've seen the original Predator. So you did end up watching the original Predator. I did. Yeah,
1: I haven't either. But I heard, (laughs) like, I know the iconic GIF of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't ever say his last name, but where they they do the yeah see class pans. I was watching that. I didn't know that muscles. was from that movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. I didn't know
0: it was from that. I love that, but yeah, I mean, just from what I've seen from those two movies, which seem to be the main movies anyway. Yeah, it's a it's a little inconsistent for his character for him to do that, but also part of me like doesn't care. The, oh, the predator cool race, the predator like. Capturing people to compete. Whereas oh. like usually they just, you know, kill the people. Yeah. But also, I if if you were like prepping this for the studio <laughs> and you were actually gonna go pitch this, I think the ending. Well, the concept of Gladiators fighting in a ring with the predator yeah, it's is cool. so cool. You want to hang on to that. And I do really the ending is really serendipitous and beautiful, and I yeah. like that a lot. I think I think maybe, maybe the one note that would like really get a studio on board and wouldn't like piss off a lot of fans is like maybe, maybe instead of there being hundreds of predators, it's just the one predator.
1: <laughs> oh, so it's just the one predator. Yeah, the one oh, predator. Oh, because
0: because the predator is supposed to be one of the most powerful things in the world yeah,
1: and the universe. Yeah.
0: And it, it was a huge struggle for every single person that's faced the predator to defeat it. Oh, and so, so for
1: them to be 11 different one-on-one, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: 11 people managing to defeat a few predators out of a hundred kind of nerfs the predator a little, but if it's that's the one good. predator and also I think there are multiple of the predator race. So if we're like, there this, are, there are, yeah, this yeah, yeah. one predator just really wanted to have the fun sport and he created this ring inside of his own personal spaceship oh
1: yeah or maybe it just happens on the room in the roman coliseum itself it
0: could although i do man the the idea of a bunch of robins running around the halls of a
1: spaceship i do think <laughs> right? that was pretty cool yeah
0: and there'd be a moment where they look out in the window
1: and it's like well the star is we usually see those up there, but now we're in there. And then, like, seeing Earth or something, and just yeah. that's the moment where they realize, oh, we don't, we can't get home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that a I think, I think this one predator, I this one think predator has yeah. built this whole monument just so he himself
1: can, can compete the, against them in his own
0: controlled environment.
1: That's a good, yeah. yeah. that That is a good, that is better. Man. That's really so, yeah, cool, though. Everything I just said, guys, it's only one predator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there I go. like the whole, man. <laughs> Predator versus Gladiators.
1: That has a good, has a good ring I mean, to it. I mean, they did Predator versus Alien. Yeah. Or Alien versus Predator. I can't remember which word. one of those. Why, yeah. why not Gladiator? You know?
0: I saw a great, someone made a fan poster for Predator versus Flubber. <laughs> Dude,
1: so I saw that and I almost wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was going to fit the rules, though, so I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah predator versus gladiator
0: that's a that's a wedding idea that's really good
1: thanks man i feel like um going back talking about our doing written by i do think it's been really beneficial writing something every week even if you don't want to yeah and i I definitely think like today's was a perfect example we were talking before i I was like i don't want to write this movie today Uh, (laughs) but i ended up really enjoying it and so i think it's really beneficial
0: totally yeah all right. Now it's my turn.
1: <laughs> I'm super excited because I don't know what time period you did. You you mentioned what you wanted to do, but I don't know if you went with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'll hit on that real quick. Opening my pitch, I will say, I think if you were going to put the Predator in another historic era, I think easily the best and the one that should be made into a movie next is predator versus samurai Samurai, that just sounds dope. yeah putting the predators in that era because those those are those are some proper warriors the earliest samurai like more so kind of invented what a warrior even is and the whole mentality behind it and ancient
1: japan is a dope location yeah
0: yeah and also like samurai there's such a storied film history around samurai. Like the first yeah. proper action movies were samurai, samurai movies. movies.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, as I sat down to work on this pitch, I realized I really don't know that much about samurai history, so yeah. and you know, I started this today. So I, I could, did too, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I typically write Tuesdays.
0: Yeah, so you know, if if Dan Tricknickburg himself, if Fox was hitting me up and being like, we want to hear your pitch for a Predator movie, I would do the research and I would pitch Predator samurai. versus Samurai. But for this episode, I need to do something else. So I was trying to think. I worked through some other ideas like uh, you know, ancient Romans versus Predator, which I guess you kind of did with the gladiator thing. Yeah. I also I started down the path of like an Egyptian versus predator That's type cool. thing. Mummies. yeah <laughs> <laughs> But when I ended up doing it, I was working on this pitch. There's this bar downtown I write in sometimes because no one is ever there before like 8 p.m. So it's, it's a pretty chill place. But there is this one person sitting next to me who was like a real estate agent and who was obviously really wealthy. And he was with a woman who was much younger than him a good oh, wow. at least 10 or 15 years younger and just talking himself up it was like this dude is such an a-hole i wanted <laughs> i, I want to see a dude like this get killed by the Predator. oh snap <laughs> so <laughs> i landed on i'm setting this in oh let me find the white word i'm setting this in regency era england So this is in, I can't find the exact year, but Regency-era England, it's directly before Victorian-era England. This is, people would know it most as the period that Jane Austen wrote about in all her novels, so like the Pride and Prejudice, Jane Eyre type thing. I got you. That's all taking place in Regency-era England. So Predator
1: and Prejudice. (laughs) bro man,
0: you're spoiling it you're spoiling it but <laughs> wait, yeah is that really what you did yep i'm doing pride and predator <laughs> dude
1: oh that's so cool wait so you literally just did the movie pride and prejudice but with a predator in it
0: not exactly but close <laughs> but uh, oh man yeah yeah i was gonna reveal the title at the end but as soon as i thought of pride and predator <laughs> i was like I
1: got to. <laughs> you gotta do that Oh man, I didn't mean to spoil it. <laughs> I just so thought good. I was being silly. It's okay.
0: So but uh I also I think the time period actually works really well because the Prey movie again, I forget what exact year it took place in, but it took place a little bit just a little bit before Regency era England because meanwhile while the stuff was going on with the states There's still some overlapping with the Napoleon era wars. Yeah. The Regency era England is directly after all those wars. And again, because of Jane Austen novels, we remember it as a time of refinement and and culture and and prim and proper and everything. But it was actually only that way for a very small amount of people. Because with the aftermath of all of the wars, there was economic collapse, mass unemployment. There was also, there was a drought, I think. So there was a year of bad harvest. And man. also there was a population boom to go along with all that. So there oh, were more man. people and less money. And so for- Sounds m- like COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bunch of people had just died in a war too. And people were coming home wounded. And so it was actually, it was a pretty terrible time for most but people. But the rich people were chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rich people were living the- classic romantic comedy life and then Jane Austen yeah. life It's man every time i hear someone that's like man i don't belong here i belong in that era of history i'm like man you you only know what that era was like for the rich people and you you aren't in the 1% here so what makes it's you think like, you would Hey bro
1: <laughs> if you can't get your bread up in 2021 you can't yeah. get your bread up in 1567 exactly dog. <laughs> It was harder back then you had to learn how to be a blacksmith or something yeah. You couldn't just day trade.
0: (laughs) Uh Oh, it was 1816. 1816 is when this era started. Okay, cool. But uh, So, essentially, we are going to follow the story of Turner, who... Ooh,
1: Turner. Yes. Mr. Turner. He
0: was a soldier in the wars, and he's coming home, and he's not wealthy or anything, and he's struggling to get a job, but he managed to get a job. He's working on the grounds of a very... Rich estate, oh yeah, very rich person's estate, and of course, while everyone else is struggling in society, all the people that had fought all these wars and everything, they're just having all these really big parties and having a good time. But uh, there's the daughter of one of the estate owners' friends, who he keeps on seeing coming in and out. This is Eleanor,
1: Eleanor, and Eleanor. Turner. <laughs> I like the names.
0: Yeah, I looked up like 1806 names, so these are all period. I'd be doing that too, (laughs) bro. I'd be like 1806 baby
1: names. Yeah, (laughs) that's how I got Cassius.
0: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But he he falls for Eleanor. She she just looks like the most beautiful creature he's ever seen. But of course he's he's one of the lovely groundsmen, so he could only watch her from afar.
1: But he is smitten. He is
0: fallen for her. You just stopped the sight. This is her. just like
1: uh, the the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah. With Will Turner.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh anyway, leading there's going to be this giant party at the estate and everyone is getting ready for it. This is, they have a lot of parties, but this is like the party. The the ball. Everyone's coming out for. Ooh, heavens. You're bringing a bunch of really fancy people around. And of course the owner of this estate wants to appear impressive to all the other people. Oh yeah. So it work is getting pretty intense, but there's, there's been some disturbances around the manor. Some people have heard strange noises, and then one or two people have gone missing. They just oh, haven't snap. gone into work. Nobody knows where they went. But Turner's still working because uh, his his main objective is: I need to speak to Eleanor on this night. Oh, so he's trying to formulate how to get into that party. the uh, The morning of the party. They find one of the grounds workers. He's dead. All his skin is missing. Oh, no. I was like, what happened to him? What monster could do this? That's my predator impression. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. It's also a goat. (laughs) But, of course, this big giant party that they've been planning for like a month is tonight. And the estate owner is like, it must still go on. Absolutely. We can't quit now. I've invited too many people, and there are too many business opportunities. There are too many people. I can't embarrass myself in front of having this party.
1: I've already commissioned the ice sculptor.
0: Exactly, yes. (laughs) So the party is happening. Turner is real good friends with Drew, who is another groundsman. And Drew is... He's a good, hardworking dude. He was also in the war. They bond over that. He is hard of hearing after the war. So we can't, he can barely hear. He's not 100% deaf, but you got to shout at him. He should be signing, but he's not educated enough to learn sign
1: language. So, you know, were there guns then? What time are we in?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There were at least like muskets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was just curious, trying to get in that mindset. Exactly, yeah.
0: But uh, it's the night of the party, and Turner has a plan. Because, of course, he's seen people go in and out of this place all the time. He knows that the estate owners has a friend who has an idiot son who is about his age and about his size. Oh, yeah. And so he manages... To snatch the son away, knock him out. Oh, man. Tie him behind a shed and steal (laughs) his suit and tie. Nice. (laughs) And so he's sneaking into the ball, and instantly, you know, it's a culture shock. He's used to being poor his whole life, and now he is in the 1%, the 0.1% of England at the time. Yeah. And of course, he was able to sneak in because he knows all the. Interests and exits and all that. And he's looking around trying to find Eleanor. But meanwhile, Drew is outside. He's seeing stuff shaking the trees. And of course, we hear the. <laughs> 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 but he doesn't hear it. But we know it's behind him. And then we just cut to back inside. And he's walking up. He sees Eleanor across the ball he's walking up trying to get to her but then he notices someone scream he's like what's that and I hear another scream it's coming ah! from somewhere else and then ah, 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 and then another <laughs> scream and then all of a sudden <laughs> people start to get snatched away and of course we aren't classic horror movie fashion we are going to reveal the whole predator right now but we know the predator is in the building <laughs> And he's starting to kill people. And this is just a room full of, you know, businessmen, arms dealers, not necessarily arms people, Mm -hmm. commanders, but not necessarily soldiers. And so it's just this giant massacre of a bunch of people.
1: Tell me Eleanor makes it.
0: Yes, yes. See, Turner... He's the only one in there that actually has some combat experience because he was in the war. So he immediately beelines it to Eleanor. And as all of these people are getting slaughtered, he manages to take Eleanor. He goes around back to check on Drew. Drew was just coming in to check on him. And he catches him, and they all escape into a room in the estate. Nice. And essentially what this movie is getting at is the Predator... He always wants to attack the most powerful person in the world. Right. And since this takes place probably like a century, maybe even less after the Prey movie, we're going to kind of lean into it being a predator that's reacting to the events of Prey. Okay. Whereas in Prey, this predator was defeated by a Native American around the time that the French were colonizing. Mm -hmm. And so this other predator that's going to come back to Earth to try to take on the warriors is like, huh, we were defeated by this Native American. Now that I'm coming back, I see, okay, this Native American was the biggest warrior, but the Native American people were taken over by the Europeans. So, so therefore, the Europeans, are the most, therefore, are the most powerful people. Who are the most powerful Europeans? Oh, it's these people at this ball. They're
1: the only ones not starving to death.
0: Yes. <laughs> and what this movie is exploring is how Prey was exploring the natural, you know, who's at the top of the, the food, food chain, chain, going all the way from the squirrel to the snake, to the bear, to the human. Yeah.
1: That's such a good movie, Yeah, man. man, it's so good. Yeah.
0: But in the modern era, it's got twisted a little to where now the person at the top of the food chain Actually isn't doesn't... necessarily the biggest oh, warrior. Man,
1: Wait, so hold on. Just to backtrack a little bit to the prey thing, that yeah. means that in the food chain, the French are just below Native American. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, wow, that's really cool because that's a good point.
0: Yeah, yeah, because essentially, like, it's no longer the most powerful person is the most powerful warrior because the most powerful person is now just whoever has consolidated all the resources. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with how well you could fight or even how smart you are, to a degree. If
1: you just have money.
0: Yeah, but also... It really is... It's just all predicated on a system that we've made up, and the slightest poke at the system could collapse, collapse it at
1: all. And that one poke is the predator. Exactly, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so that's thematically what we're doing with this movie. But Man, the real meat good. of the movie is going to be Turner with Eleanor and Drew... And then since he's one of the only other people not in the main ballroom where everyone is slaughtered, the rich kid's son that was kidnapped, we're calling him Charles. He manages Charles. to hop out and join the he's group. He's the comedy relief. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm, di- I'm digging yeah. it. It's these four people trying to evade the predator. And, of course, Turner and Drew have combat experience but, of course, it's it's nothing compared to this alien with the advanced technology mm-hmm. and the power of all the most powerful warriors or whatever. But the advantage Turner has is that he knows the estate in and out.
1: He's the groundskeeper.
0: Yes. So it's essentially, it's going to be the vibe almost of a haunted house movie type thing. Oh, man. Where they're trying to maneuver around this giant estate. Yeah. trying to get away from the Predator, trying to trap the Predator. Man. Somewhere along the midpoint you would have, uh, Eleanor is just so grateful that this random person she didn't know has managed to rescue him. She eventually finds out that <laughs> he's been watching her for so long. She's a little weirded out by that. That's good. Yeah. But again, going along with the theme, somewhere towards the end of the movie, uh, they're going to come across... The owner of the estate, who I haven't given a name yet, but he manages. (laughs) Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Bartholomew actually managed to survive the predator attack because, you know, the predator has like thermal, thermal sight or whatever. He was like hiding behind the ice sculpture or something. Oh, snap.
1: (laughs) He managed to. I'm glad my ice sculpture got in there. Exactly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I had another thing actually, but that works a lot better. What was your
1: other thing though? Just curious.
0: I had that. He was just like behind the drinks or whatever. Oh, okay. Like, ice uh, like, yeah, a bunch of ice that spilled on him or something. Okay. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> but he was hiding behind the ice sculpture. He manages to find <laughs> them. And this is where the conflict between who's the most powerful warrior versus the modern era, who has seized control, of the most resources starts to come into play where essentially the Predator is chasing them and he's like, hey, we need to leave one of these people as Hmm. bait. And hey, if all the rest of you agree to leave Turner behind, when we get out of here, I'm going to pay y'all a whole lot, a whole lot of money. And so essentially this tight-knit crew starts to turn on each other and then turner has to you know come out victorious he manages to almost defeat the predator but the very end i want i want this to be a movie where the predator wins because i think that's the most unexpected thing it's also what would realistically happen happen. because again it's you know, these people are nothing compared to the the Native American warriors or the Vietnam soldiers. They're yeah. old English, like, foot soldiers. So I would yeah. have the, like, eventually Turner makes it out and then the Predator <laughs> ends up killing him. Dang.
1: I, I do think it's a solid choice to have the Predators win. Yeah. The Predator win. Yeah. I feel like it's got to happen at yeah. least
0: once. It might have happened in one of the sequels, but I I'm, haven't not, watched I'm not sure. I don't know
1: who won, The Alien or Predator. I don't know. Me neither. Maybe yeah. the Xenomorph did it. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Pride and Predator. Dude, that's such a good title. That's <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I could definitely see them doing that. Yeah. Because that one's like... Because so, I was going to make mine a female gladiator, because yeah. there was female gladiators, mm-hmm. to kind of keep up this the trend of like... It doesn't have to just be a white dude. Yeah. Um But then I was felt like that would be co- it would be kind of copying Prey too much. Yeah. So the fact of like I think that the predator just killing off these super wealthy English <laughs> <Yeah>. commonwealth <laughs> people is a hilarious like it's it's different enough from Prey uh-huh. while still being like in that like predator in a different time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it also, like, I was even just thinking, like, because, you know, in the Prey movie, and also even in real life to a degree, like, in the United States, the Native Americans were, they really, they knew the land so well, and they had really fierce warriors. But, of course, like, the people that ended up getting power weren't really warriors to a degree. They had Just a bunch of other people they could employ.
1: Resources and diseases and guns. Yep. Tools. Yep. Yeah. One thing about Prey was that uh, very sexist tribe... Yep. That's not how Native Americans typically were. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty interesting. But then I was like, I was watching with Elizabeth. And she was like, I don't know. Every every group has their asshole. And I was yep. like, that's fair. <laughs> it's also his little sister, too. Maybe that's just. Well, yeah. I was more so talking about the other dude that was like, you're a woman. You can't hunt. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. 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 But then he gets eaten. Yep. <laughs> Spoiler. <Yeah. laughs> um, Dude, I really like. Yeah what is it? Pride and pre- uh, Predator. Pride and predator, <laughs> Man. It even works the other way too. Predator and Prejudice. Either yeah, way, yeah. it's <laughs> such a good, I really like the theme. I really like the idea of like, pre- we always see predators go up against these great warriors, but what yeah. happens when they go up against someone who's not a great warrior? Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And of course, throughout the film, like we think, now that all those people are gone, that the people that really deserve it are finally going to get their comeuppance. No. But yeah, it's not going to happen. I love that it. Doesn't happen in real life. The whole. theme
1: of like, you really blew my mind with is like it's no longer who's the best. It's yeah. who's got the most money. Yeah. And so I can see. I think it's really interesting because it's like the predator's confused. Yeah, the predator doesn't know what's happening. They're like, why aren't these people fighting?
0: Yeah. I researched Earth's mightiest warriors
1: and I just killed the ball in 20 seconds. So <laughs> like, either I'm really good or these people aren't as good as I thought. I just think that I think that this episode ended up being a lot better yeah. than I could have hoped. Yeah. Both really solid fun ideas. Exactly, yeah. Remember guys, you can vote for which one you would rather see made on Instagram at @writtenbypod. You can just comment on the on the post.
0: Yep, has the episode graphic that you see in your podcast yeah. player right yep, yep, now. Yep,
1: and you'll and you'll see some other comments. Typically, we we've been getting some people voting, and that makes me happy. Except yep. for when I lose, <laughs> which is mostly. <laughs> Dude, you've been winning recently. I think I've been on a bit of a streak.
0: I think we might be tied this week, oh, or snack. you might be winning this week. Actually, oh, snap.
1: yeah, I'm cool with a tie. Um. Hey, email us suggestions. And also just email us anything. Uh, yeah. Writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Um, what else am I forgetting? Anything else we need to talk about? I think that's about it. Uh, if you
0: haven't seen Prey yet, you really
1: good movie. That movie. Yeah, it's so good. And, yeah, I, I loved this episode. Me too, This man. was a really yeah. good one. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we sound like shit. <laughs>
0: So let's say we want to do another Predator movie, like Prey, where we just take the Predator and we put him into a random historic time period. I'm here to pitch to you Pride and Predator, a Regency-era, Jane Austen-type story with the Predator. So the Predator, he always looks for the most powerful person to defeat. And that's a big theme in Prey. He's looking for the person at the top of the food chain, which is always changing. But here in Regency era England, the dynamics have changed to where the most powerful person isn't necessarily the biggest fighter, the biggest warrior. So he comes down, he's trying to kill the powerful people, he busts into a party, and he just kills them all in 20 minutes. And he's like, wow, this was easy. But our main character, he's a poor person that has experience as a soldier. And so it becomes the tale of him trying to escape with his best friend and his lover out of this mansion while the predator is chasing them.
1: The movie Prey took the Predator and threw him in Native America, where he fought against some of the biggest warriors of that time. So what happens when the Predator ends up in gladiator Rome? He's going up against the gladiators, who were technically slaves that were forced to fight against each other in the Colosseum for the entertainment of the, the wealthy. like Kind of like the NFL or MMA. Well, in my story, the predator shows up and he grabs these gladiators and takes them to a replica coliseum on his spaceship and he wants to go one-on-one with each of the gladiators. Our main character is a gladiator who is a pacifist. He's religious and he doesn't believe in violence, and so he wasn't going to fight in the coliseum because it was against what he believed. But now, he has to fight for his life. And that's something different he's willing to fight for something he believes in and also you're taking these gladiators that were going to fight and kill each other and now they're working together with a single goal escaping the end of the movie of course they look out the window of the spaceship and see earth and realize they're not getting home oops
0: and now we take it to you the listener to decide who had the best predator pitch this week that's right. Y'all get to decide. Y'all get to vote for who won this episode of Rival Pitches. How you're going to vote is you're going to go to our Instagram page. You're going to find the post from today, October 24th. It's the same graphic as what you see in your podcast player for this episode. And you're going to leave a comment on that post, letting us know which Predator pitch you like the best, Chase's Gladiator pitch or my Pride and Predator pitch let us know voting will be open for two weeks so you have until november 6th to vote for this rival pitch the winner of the last rival pitch episode was me uh if you listened to the last rival pitch episode chase didn't really have a full pitch so that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone but guys we're coming close to our rival pitch finale episode and in the finale we will crown a winner for the rival pitches for season two. So if you you aren't voting, you should start voting now because we're tallying up all the votes from all the episodes this entire season. So be on the lookout for that. We got some really fun things planned for our finale episode. And to keep up to date on all the stuff we have planned, you'll want to follow our Instagram. That's at writtenbypod. That's the best place to stay up to date with everything we're doing. It's also where you vote on the rival pitches. So at writtenbypod.com on instagram we're also at written by pod pretty much everywhere else we have a twitter page we just started a tiktok page and things are starting to pop off on the tiktok page we're starting to get some views so definitely be following that we definitely have more things planned over there but anyway that that about does it uh i think final thing is trouble date we're still working to get that out it's so close to being done and it's been so hard having to wait to put it out but it'll be worth the wait our goal right now is to put it out in november but we'll keep you up to date on that anyway we'll see y'all next week